Big series win north of the border for the Cubs over the weekend. We talk about that and more straight ahead. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy. Please support the show by following on your preferred audio platform, and you can watch, subscribe, and leave a comment on YouTube. Thanks so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans, taking our passion into a discussion with you on all things Cubs. Today's Monday episode is presented by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed with Game Time. We report to you whenever and wherever you may be listening as the Cubs continue their playoff push by winning this series in Toronto. Two games to one over the Blue Jays, a 6-2 win Friday, 5-4 win Saturday, and an 11-4 loss on Sunday. Cubs are 61-57, and and we will check the standings later in the episode. Sam, it was a good weekend in Cubs land, and we're going to talk about it. Yeah, and it was a busy weekend in Olberland um, because <laughs> for, for the first time in a long time, I really didn't get a chance to lock in on back-to-back Cubs games. Friday night, uh, you and I had an event we attended. Right. Saturday, Saturday, I had a, a different event. And then on Sunday, you and I watched the game together, which usually means a loss, and that's what happened. Um, yeah, I'd like to officially, and it's it pains me to say this. It really, I'm not even trying yeah. to perform. Yeah, we will not watch another Cubs game together this year. Well, we might be at one next weekend. Now we're, and I'll be in a different section because. Oh, okay. I mean, I think we're over. I don't think they've won a game. We've the watched last together. time I saw a win with you was I think like April 2021. Jake Arietta beat the beat the Pirates. Yeah, we don't do well together. When he uh, made his comeback that one year with the Cubs, that yeah, I remember. Year. I remember that game. We 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 had, we talked to a, a waiter a lot that day, yeah, like a bartender or something, right? Um, yeah. Look, it was a very good weekend, don't you think? Oh, um, it was great. And and going into it, the goal was, hey, make sure you don't get swept. Okay. Yeah. Well, not talk about winning one game. Not and, and that's why I said on Friday, I kind of jabbed at you. I said, yeah. you know, screw that. Okay. Yeah, you were right. Winning one game. And they won two, and they really had a chance to sweep on Sunday. Right. And look, I understand that you're gonna wake up and it's on this Monday morning or Monday afternoon, whenever you're listening, you're gonna say, Okay, well, they're actually now not even in the wild card technically, and they are three and a half back. But guys and gals, they just finished a very difficult part of their schedule. They played the Bravos. Going to City Field's never easy. And then they just went north of the border and, and, and took a series in Toronto. Now, now, and I mean now, is the time where you start to flex your muscles. 
Now is the time where Milwaukee goes up, and we'll talk about this. But but well, you've especially done, for Tuesday's episode, yeah, you've done your job, um, and you should be proud of that. And even though the 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 margin back may not look great right now, it's going to look good pretty soon. Yeah, I, and I would I personally believe the margin looks fine. Yeah. Uh, we're going to update it later in the show. And then for Tuesday's episode, we'll go over this next stretch of games for the Cubs Brewers and I, I guess the Reds uh, respectfully. But I, I feel good about this team right now. I personally believe you don't, you don't want to play the Cubs right now. No, You know, they, they beat two, the Braves two out of three. Yeah. We could talk about Wednesday's contest and we did against the Mets. Sure. But then you win two out of three against the Blue Jays and you have some storylines, and I'm a sucker for a story. And you have things that keep popping up that are that are very exciting. And this weekend, I think the biggest one, Sam, was Javier Assad. I think you're right. Seven innings, four hits, one run, one walk, two strikeouts on 90 pitches on Friday night. And he barely broke a sweat. They won decisively Friday to lead off a series in which, yeah, maybe mistakenly we said, hey, one win is the goal. They won. I didn't say that. They won one game in the top of the first, basically. Yeah. With a 3-0 lead right away, right off the bat. So in in a rotation right now where Strowman's on the IL, Hendricks is struggling, Smiley got moved to the pen, Uh, uncertainty perhaps about Tyone. And, of course, Steele is a linchpin. But there is questions about the rotation for Assad to step up like he did is massive. Massive. And I would say that in addition to the Assad storyline, I think the general storyline of the weekend, in a way, is that Milwaukee and the Cubs, and, and I still think the Reds should be discussed, I, I, I think, but, but in the Milwaukee's case, both held serve in the opposite regard. Milwaukee beat up on bad teams and the Cubs, I would even say the Cubs were a little bit of a plus. They, they hung in there against good teams. Plus I know they lost two out of three. Cause if you think about it, that nine game stretch against the Braves Mets and Jays in your head, you're thinking two of three loss to the Braves two two of three win against the Mets, two or three loss to the blue Jays. It went the opposite. Right. And so you actually probably were a game better than you should have been in that stretch. And you know, Milwaukee was probably right about where they should have been during their stretch. And now, like we said, it's going to flip. But but to me, you know, when you look at the Cubs right now, I think every single person, whether you're a Cub fan, Brewer fan, Red fan, I think we all know who the best team in the division is. Now, the question is, is can the Cubs just go out there and make up three and a half games and do what I think they're capable of doing when – 12 out of 15 again and start to run away from this because they dug themselves some some holes, as we've talked about, and so they're not in the best possible spot, but they're still in a good one. And, mm-hmm. you know, you mentioned Assad. I, I, I think Quas has been a nice story here. Oh, it's been great. Uh, you know, that, that game on Saturday where I was at a – a friend's uh, uh, daughter's baptism where we all were, and you know, this was at the reception. We all had our phones. We were watching live during kind of like the, you know, the music was going and hopefully it's slower time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I really was just thinking to myself, you know, 
Leiter Jr. comes in. He gives up a run. It's like, okay, you're in trouble. And then Merriweather again is like starting to have another hot stretch. And then they score the run. And then Auslai just another no drama effort from him. Um, oh, yeah. I, I personally feel really good about the pen right now. And I think Quas might be the addition to the so-called circle of trust for Ross. Yeah, I just give you he give you five guys that you could go to. Look, we we all know the Cubs have have two glaring issues right now, in my opinion. They don't have a lefty to get anybody out except Leiter Jr. late in the game, and it feels like they're a starter short. But again, I caution people that two years ago, the Cubs had a massive sell-off. Two years later, we are now in a pennant race. They're not going to be a perfect team. They're not as good as the Atlanta Braves. They're probably not as good as the Los Angeles Dodgers. But they're right there right now with with everybody else in the NL. And you know what else could you say about? They might that? be the third best team in the NL. And 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 I don't disagree. But it's on them now to go really put an exclamation point on that. One hundred percent. And I'm excited to really uh, move mountains about that. You might say on, uh, on for Tuesday's show. Alzali is etching his identity as a closer i mean to to be an english to use some 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 uh adjectives some verbiage there vocabulary um uh, he is fit for the part and and again that's something that you call back in february and you know they were able to to figure out his role and he wins the big moment and is helping the team win and I'm interested to see with Quas now, maybe an elevated spot in the, the pen. Um, big three-run homer by Swanson Saturday. Big go-ahead double by Morell on Saturday. Um, Bellinger stays hot. And then you win Friday-Saturday, Sam. And then he doesn't play Sunday, and he didn't play Wednesday as well. So I just wanted to update the Mike Talkman record when he starts and leads off to segue into our next segment. Yeah. The Cubs are now 25 and 11 when Talkman starts and leads off. 14 games over 500. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yeah. And uh, coming up next, we're going to get into some lineups because dude, I have a quote in front of me from David Ross on August 3rd. He did, he's not living that out as much as I thought he would, as much as he said he would. Wow, and we're going to do that coming up next. Today's episode is presented by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. The Cubs return to Wrigley Field this week, two against the White Sox, and then three against the Royals. Uh, Good matchups to get some tickets to as the summer uh, starts to come to a close, really, here in August. And uh, good, good for the Cubs to be back at home, and you can still catch the Cubs at the friendly confines. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code... Locked on MLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, creating the account, redeem code locked on MLB for $20 off. To download game time today for last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed with game time. 
The Cubs play the White Sox at 7.05 p.m. Central Tuesday. You can listen to every pitch with the Cubs hometown broadcast on Sirius XM. On the SXM app, search Cubs. Or tune in to Channel 844 and catch the Cubs all season long on Sirius XM. Here's a quote from manager David Ross on August 3rd. Quote, right now you got to put your ego aside. We're not trying to fit in everybody's at-bats and get everybody at-bats. We're trying to win every single game at all costs, close quote. Friday and Saturday's lineup, it seemed apparent that maybe this team and their manager moved their glasses to the playoff lens. But then you see the Sunday lineup and the decision decisions, plural, in-game, yeah. and you do wonder about some of that. Well, I don't think it's about I don't think it's about Matt them not trying. I think it's just they they have this miscalculated idea versus left-handed pitchers. Okay. Um, at, at, versus Drew Peters uh David Peterson, we didn't like the lineup. Mm-hmm. Versus Ryu, we didn't like the lineup. This idea for Ross that he has to fit in wisdom and Amaya Absurd. and the and these guys against lefties and then today you sit Talkman and you said Candelaria, but Talkman's the one that just doesn't make sense because he's hit lefties almost at the same level that he's hit righties. And so, and by the way, the record supports it. The Cubs have not been good against left-handed pitching in the second half. Uh, it, it, it's 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 a total opposite of what it was in the first half. And I just think, like today, for example, I just thought again, the Cubs probably lose this game regardless. But but both games that the Cubs the last two games they've lost have just been managed really you know just poorly right. Wisdom's playing a position he doesn't play first base. He he botches a ball that he should have caught leads to a huge inning. Wisdom before he hits a two run homer late in the game against the guy that he's supposed to be in there for the matchup against Ryu he goes zero for two with two strikeouts. Okay, then clearly Tyone doesn't have it. You have Killian. Right ready to go, and he, he tries to stretch uh, Tyone through an extra part of the lineup uh, another time through, and that's where the game gets away. It's just – was, and you have a day off on Monday. So it's just very sloppy managing, I thought, again. Um, you know, guys need time. So, like, Candelario, this is – I get it. He needed a day off, and why not get him a day off against on his worst side of the plate? Talkman did not have a good first two games of this series. Fine. But I just hope that he starts to rethink this lefty thing because – the Cubs have a pretty good offense right now that's humming. And the fact that they've played however many games, you said it last week, and have had how many different lineups, it's mm. just, it's almost exhausting. Like, it, it's Absolutely. just, it's just unnecessary. I, I'm glad mm. we haven't seen Barnhart since the mid 90s. Um, <laughs> you know, and that's nice, but, but it has been a while. And, and it should be, but it's, you know, it, it just didn't have a great vibe from the beginning. And then Swanson gets the two-run double. You feel good. And at the end of the day, they lost the game because Tyone had no idea where the ball was going. But right. I just I just think he's overdoing it. This whole idea of Bellinger with all righties. It's just just throw in Talkman and it's let weird. it be. Yeah, yeah, it's just unnecessary. And the last thing, I, I know Suzuki had a nice trip. Um, I'll say it because people think that, that you don't, you don't like him, and and I just think you're fair to him. I, I I don't I don't think one good game should have made him an everyday player again. I don't. Since when does that happen in baseball? That that's not. 
Seiya Suzuki is at his best when he's rested mentally and physically. Use him that way. I don't want to see him in the lineup against Clevenger uh, on Tuesday night. I, I think Nick Madrigal's earned the right. He's been better for longer. Get him some some, some tick or or play sure. Candelario third. And you, could DA, I, I, you don't have to play him every day because he's made $100 million and had four hits. I, I will let you know when I think Seiya Suzuki is earned back an everyday slot in this lineup. Yeah, and I actually didn't mind the lineups Friday, Saturday with with basically Magical out and, and Suzuki in. But the lefty matchup lineup thing has to stop. I, I tweeted out from the sh- – I just want to echo that. I tweeted out from the show account before Sunday's game, hey, would this really be the lineup against lefties in a playoff game? Because and, – and correct me if I'm wrong – but I am looking at this through a playoff lens now. Well, they're all playoff games. It, it, there's 44 games left. In my mind, they're making a push to the playoffs, a push to maybe raise a division banner if they if they want to do it. Not maybe. And and so you I see some responses or I could hear some defenses of, well, hey, Matt, it's a, a Sunday game in August. Yeah. Because the calendar says that. With a day off Monday. But because of what you all did before and earlier in the season and, and you dug yourself the hole and now you made a great response, you need to keep the foot on the gas, especially if there's an off day built in. And there's two. No, this and, 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 and I'm glad Monday, you Thursday. And I'm glad you, you we touched on that because you have to use those to an advantage and sell out around those off days because yes. you have a built-in day where you don't have to use anybody. Because otherwise, I, I ha- I'm going to have to keep reading this quote like I'm in a class. We're trying to win every single game at all costs. Well, no, you're not. Because of what happened Wednesday and Sunday this past week. Yeah. Don't say that unless you're going to follow net follow through and maybe there's a a one-off where there's a quote Sunday lineup but again with 44 contests to go I don't think you could afford a Sunday lineup or a day before an off day lineup or or a lefty righty you got to play the pay play the best players yeah. I thought Friday and Saturday was trending that way and then a little bit of a hiccup Sunday so we'll see especially against just, righties this I, week yeah. I just think David Ross thinks that, that that's his best group against lefties for the most part. That that's what okay, I think. All right. Fine. And I just don't I think it's 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 categorically incorrect. Right. Coming up next, we're going to do a check at the standings in this push to the playoffs, both division and wild card in the NL. Stay tuned. We're back here on Locked On Cubs. Thanks for making us your first listen and thank you so much to the everydayers who reached out over the weekend. I uh, had a blast responding to everybody on Sunday night. It took me a while, which was a good problem to have. And I at least liked everybody's comment, and, and I wrote back to about 95% of them. So wow, uh, really appreciate that. It was great to see. And um, you know, please keep tuning in and, and tell a friend about us as well. Cubs are three and a half games back of the Brewers for first place in the NL Central, and they are a half game back in the third wild card spot, which the Marlins have. Oh. And then just to be thorough here, they're two games back of the second spot 
Uh, the Giants in three and a half of the first wild card spot, the Phillies. Reds, Diamondbacks, and Padres all within five and a half games of the third wild card spot. And remaining contention, I would say, at this stage as well. Sam, what stands out here as uh, we approach this this upcoming week? Well, the two things that stand out is I think the Cubs are a much better team than the Marlins, uh, yeah. and they're and they're ahead of them, and I, and I think that's going to, to eventually be a. I I I truly believe that as this plays out, it's going to be. Are the Cubs going to be in the, the third or second wild card spot? Or are they going to win the division? I, I really sure. think they have a very good path here. Um, and, and, you know, we'll talk about it for tomorrow's show, mm-hmm. you know, how important that path is, but they, they've done a lot of heavy lifting to get here. I mean, yeah. you look, you look at their second half, you know, they, they split Red Sox Nats. I get it. The Cardinals are not great, but they're still the Cardinals and then the Sox. Okay, fine. But then they take care of business against the Reds. They take care of business against Atlanta. They just took care of business against Toronto. They slipped up against the Mets. And now you look up and it's like people were getting on them when they won eight in a row when they beat the Cardinals and the Sox. Well, now you're going to face just as easy if we're not way easier. So I think they're in a very good spot. And I think it's almost like, in a way, you know, let everything play out. Now it's just time to take care of your own business. See if you get getting Stroman back Wednesday and seeing him pitch at, at a high level is imperative. Um, they, they need somebody else to, to drag this team across the finish line from the starting rotation perspective. And, and then offensively, just more of the same. And, and the wins are going to start to chalk up, and it's going to be a hell of a month. Next stretch of 12 games for the Cubs and the next stretch of games for the Brewers and Reds will be on tap for Tuesday's show, plus, plus a prospects discussion, uh, namely Pete Crow Armstrong and whether or not he could be promoted in September when rosters expand. So a fun week of shows. Also going to have a show announcement later in the week for Friday. and uh, this Big could- announcement. This could be just a huge week for the Northsiders. And I do think they're going to take care of business, Sam. So I'm very excited. I agree with you, Mateo. All right. Shout out to the everydayers who are with us all five episodes throughout the week. And you can become an everydayer by checking us out each and every weekday. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for Lockdown Cubs on YouTube. And smash the like button for the algorithm, Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast and streaming on Sirius XM. He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Locked On Cubs.